There has always been a battle between light and darkness. Satan hates God and fights against his work. It is vital that God's people recognize their place in this conflict and are equipped for spiritual warfare in our day. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open God's Word and prepare for the front lines. I am told that the knights of old were marked by two characteristics. In fact, these were the, the two traits that were looked for in great soldiers. They were fierceness and gentleness. Let that sink in for just a moment. The fierceness we understand, they're fighting, they're warriors. But gentleness? In fact, that's exhibited in the life of the great warrior King David. Here is Here's a man ready for the battle, a man who is willing to shed blood if need be. And yet, the sweet psalmist of Israel, the man after God's own heart, a man who could weep, a man who could worship, and, and in the greatest soldier of all, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, what a, what a willingness to endure hardness and suffer and sacrifice. And yet, the meekness and gentleness of Jesus Christ. We come back today to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and we've been looking at the opening part of this chapter. We've seen uh, this soldier who must endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. But I want to draw your attention to the end of 2 Timothy chapter 2 today. Beginning in verse number 24, the Bible says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought we were in a fight. Oh yes, we're in a fight. We're fighting against the devil, we're fighting against this world, and we're fighting against our own flesh. But listen to the rest of it. He must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Do you hear this? this military-type terminology again. There's a group of people who've been taken captive by the enemy. They're, they've been ensnared by the enemy. So they're in bondage. They are wounded souls. They are casualties in this spiritual warfare. And our attitude towards them must be this. I want to help them get set free as well. I want them to know the, the victory and the joy and the blessing that I'm enduring. You see, sometimes in this in this world filled with spiritual conflict, we start looking at people as the enemy. And I want to say to you that 2 Timothy chapter 2 clears all of that up. Uh, early in the chapter, he refers to Timothy as a son and as a soldier. But at the end of the chapter, he refers to him as a servant. What does that do? It reminds Timothy and it reminds us uh, that we all belong to the Lord Jesus Christ and that we are not here to advance our own agenda. We are here to advance the agenda of the Lord Jesus we are here to advance His message, His good news, His gospel, and to bring people to the truth. And that really is what he's describing in the closing three verses of 2 Timothy chapter number 2. You see, a good soldier of Jesus Christ needs compassion for those who are under the tyranny of the enemy. Uh, there is a, there's a hardness and a tenderness in a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So yes, you may have to endure hardness and do battle with the devil and you are certainly going to have to do battle against yourself. But I want to say to you, dear friend, that the people around you, they are not the enemy. In fact, even the most hateful among them are simply casualties. They're in bondage to the wicked one. They're on their way to a Christless eternity. 
And they do not need us to respond in the flesh. Uh, our flesh is no better than their flesh. Religious flesh is still just flesh. And so what they need is someone so full of God, so full of the love of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and armed with the truth, that we can tenderly, patiently get them the gospel and seek to bring them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there are two or three simple thoughts I want to bring to you from these verses. First of all, it takes meekness. The Bible says, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. You know what meekness is? Meekness is our attitude towards God, not towards the people. Meekness is a constant reminder of where we used to be. Meekness is a constant reminder of where we could have been, but for the grace of God. Uh, there is a certain humility in a meek person, uh, a willingness to be taught, a recognition that they have not yet arrived. Uh, there is a, a beautiful submission to the captain, to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so keep your attitude right towards God. I'll tell you what I'm discovering, that when I keep my attitude right towards God, He helps me keep my attitude right towards people. So there has to be meekness. And then, not only do we need meekness, we need mercy. And meekness is our attitude towards God. Mercy should be our attitude towards others. Why should we show them mercy? We should show them mercy because God has shown us great mercy. Don't you thank the Lord today for the mercy that you've been shown. And now we must show mercy to those around us who are in bondage to their ignorance, in bondage to their sin. Their minds and eyes have been blinded to the truth. Uh, what do they need? They need somebody to love them and to show them that there is a God who loves them. A friend, could I encourage you in this spiritual warfare that we're in to continue to show mercy to wounded people, to hurting souls, to casualties in this fight? A good soldier is always looking around him for those who are hurting. And even, even on the enemy side would show mercy to a wounded person. Uh, that's, that's the mark of a good soldier. And I want to say to you, that is certainly the mark of a good soldier of Jesus Christ. But there's a third thing. We not only need meekness and we not only need mercy, but we need a message. We're armed with the truth. Uh, our, our warfare uh, and our equipment is not force. No, we're armed with truth. God has given us truth. And truth is what advances the cause of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, if God, peradventure, will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Well, the only way they can acknowledge the truth is it presupposes that we're actually giving the truth. It's not enough for us to sit around and talk about how bad the world has become, how dark it is around us. Rather, we must be piercing that darkness with the light of the truth. We must be giving the truth as it relates to Jesus Christ. Now, that's not just moral truth. That's not just political truth. We're talking here about spiritual truth. We're talking about telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? 2 Timothy 2, verse 26, the last verse of the chapter, "...and that they may recover themselves..." out of the snare of the devil. It's the last mention in the Bible of the word snare. Uh, Satan is a master at setting snares and uh, bringing people into bondage. You see, God never, never traps a man. He may trail a man, but he'll never trap a man. Satan always traps a man. He brings him into bondage to what he wants. All of Satan's sweets have snares uh, so that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by Him at His will. We must explain to people, this is the will that Satan is trying to accomplish in this world. And now here is the will that God has for you. By the way, God's will is always perfect. 
God's will is liberating. Satan's will is ensnaring, entangling. Uh, the devil's will leads to bondage. The Lord's will leads to liberty. That's our message. It's the glorious message of forgiveness and grace, and it is found in the truth of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you today, have that fierceness against the wicked one, against the devil. He is the enemy. And endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. But while you're doing that, ask the Lord to help you keep a tender heart. Ask the Lord to help you stay meek and teachable yourself. They said of Robert E. Lee uh, after the Civil War that he went to Lexington and his students were disappointed in him because they arrived with these preconceived notions of these great warrior's manliness and they instead found someone, they said, who was almost motherly. I say that's a great soldier. They said the same of Stonewall Jackson, of his kindness and his gentleness. That's what made them great soldiers. They were not just willing to endure hardness. They were willing to show mercy. Remember that the battle is always fiercest just before it is won. Christ is coming and soon the war will be over. Determined to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Until then, you may join us online at scottpauley.org or check out the full-length Bible messages on our YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. It is our prayer that the Lord will equip you for the battle and help you to live in victory today. Thank you.